So let's talk about opposites today. Cold and hot. Left and right, up and down, in and out, back and forth, black and white. Yin and yang, right and wrong. All those things that seem to cause us so much uh, controversy and stress and all those things that we don't like to, to uh, deal with. <clears throat> for those of you who have been cold for the last week, uh, holistically, there are a few things you can do, like cayenne in your shoes. <laughs> it will turn your feet orange and your socks yellow, or vice versa. Um, but it will keep you warm when you're outside. If you are using a fireplace, be careful of all the creosote that builds up in fireplaces. Um, hopefully you have a, uh, an air cleaner of some type so that when you get electricity back, you'll be able to clean the air in your house. Until then, as silly as it sounds, if you're staying warmer from a fireplace um, at night or all day long, whatever you're doing, make sure you have some kind of mask on to keep that creosote from getting into your lungs and your bronchial tubes because <clears throat> it is deadly or it can be deadly so you don't want that to happen um, always wear layers of course if you're not prepared for the winter you should be if you live anywhere north of now um, Florida <laughs> because winters have changed haven't they it gets awfully cold down south too we don't have insulation down here I mean we do it's our one or two insulation between paper thin walls with black roofs that uh, pick up the sunlight in the summer so that it heats up your house and you have to use your air conditioning and uh, doesn't absorb much sunlight in the in the winter um, or it does and it keeps the attics hot but so that means that all the cold air drops to the bottom so you get very cold down here when it does get cold we don't have the same kind of housing that you all up north do with basements and furnaces in the basement and double insulation and blown in insulation and all those kinds of things so we all deal with different parts of the weather in different ways. Um, those who wish it was colder, be careful of what you wish for. And those who wish for the heat, be careful also. Because we have that volcano that I talked about in the last podcast, the Mount Readout, uh, up in Alaska, in the Alaska area. <coughs> about southwest of Anchorage, I guess, is where it is. And they're only worried about it in the immediate area, as, as far as newscasting goes. You know, that the local residents, and there aren't any in that super immediate area, except Anchorage, um, would have to worry about uh, the fallout and the brown mudslides, and um, they're called something, I forgot now, Lahore's or something like that. Uh, but they forget that the prevailing winds and the changing patterns of spring are going to bring the ash and the smoke from that volcano when it does blow uh, all the way down into the Midwest and then back up into the Northeast. So um, we all had to be prepared for anything that happens in, in, in any radius around the world, actually. Uh, even the fires in Australia, a lot of people dying down there, some of them sent beset by arsonists, those fires. Uh, I, w I wouldn't doubt if we see a lot more arsonists up here because it's such an easy thing to do. Um, but uh, dying in the fires, nowhere to go, um, and that smoke will wrap around the, the earth and will come into the southern hemisphere a lot, and people will uh, find that they're suffering from some of the effects of that. Not not a lot, because Alaska's trail, trade winds and, and uh, prevailing winds kind of throw everything off course a little bit, so there's nobody directly involved, but um, our prayers to everybody down there in Australia. I said Alaska, I meant Australia. Um, <clears throat> okay, so we have Alaska and Australia, two totally different parts of the world, one in the very northwest corner of our area in the United States, and then 
um, Australia down their way down under um, in the southern hemisphere two things that are hurting people could hurt people and are, are quite devastating uh, and then you have the earthquake tremors that are being felt in South America up through uh, Chile and and Peru that will follow that line up through California and massive rains in California that are again um, threatening mudslides because of all the fires that were last summer you have um, record cold temperatures in the northeast and and then a warm-up with high winds that strands people strand stranded a hundred and something fishermen out on an iceberg and now they're going to get sued by the local government because it was a stupid thing to do <laughs> so you're hoping for fish out in the ice fishing world and do something stupid and get stranded and have to get rescued now you're going to pay for it um it all adds up to to what's going on in our economy anyway 134 fishermen out on an iceberg because they want to fish for um, ice fish and I know from being from the Lake Erie area not in Ohio but in western New York that probably 50 60 70 percent of the people who ice fish eat those fish um, it's a way of saving money on groceries when you go fishing like that and down here down south a lot of people go fishing and we get fresh trout from clients and uh, a lot of different fresh fish from clients all the time as gifts uh, I'm not a huge fish eater but um, a lot of people around here are so you know having fresh trout and fresh salmon and um, catfish and things like that are, are real treats for everybody and it does save money that's a whole meal you know you can do a lot when you go fishing so they're going to get sued for going fishing it's only the beginning of what's going to happen because of what's happening with the economy. I wrote an article that's uh, being syndicated across the internet so you'll probably be able to find it. It's called America Reinvented with a question mark um, and it basically has to do with why we're trying to reinvent America from, from what it was and and how that's happening and how disgusting it is about what's going on. I mean, you know, I've, I've probably said this before on other podcasts, and again, you can go back to all 65 of them or 70 or 130 of them if you go to iTunes. I actually think there's 226 of them on iTunes uh, that you can download and listen to, but... Um, you can go back and listen, but I've talked about uh, my country and losing my country before, um, a long time ago, when it started really happening. And uh, this article has to do with the economic stimulus package, which is really a spending package, and I don't care who you talk to. You know, they say, oh, the old hardline right says cut taxes, and we know that doesn't work. And the hardline left says spend, 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 and we know that doesn't work. Well, okay then, so find the middle ground, you know. Actually, it's quite simple. If you wanted a real economic stimu stimulus package, it would happen right now. Put money in your pockets tomorrow, not wait for bidding wars um, to go for government projects so that all the jobs are really from the government and you're working for the government dependent on the government you just um, make the government cut payroll taxes now so that employers can afford to hire people and you get more money back in your paycheck you're not paying it into taxes cut them out completely for two years or reduce them at least by a huge percentage 75 percent or whatever for a couple of years put more money back in everybody's pockets and let the employer able to hire more people and then cut corporate taxes so corporations can afford to stay here and not have to move their companies to another country like 
Ireland or someplace like that where the taxation rate is 11% versus our 46%. Um, you cut corporate taxes and corporations say, okay, I think we can afford to stay here. Now, how, how many people can we afford to hire? And you've cut the payroll taxes, so now they can hire more people because it costs them less money. That's going to allow them to invest in, in companies that <clears throat> support them or have similar um, similar services that they could use or whatever, or people, companies that they believe in that are going to grow. But they're only going to invest in those companies if you also cut the capital gains taxes. Capital gains taxes are lower than they used to be, um, Reagan did that, but higher than they should be so that people are afraid to take risks not only because of the way the markets are going, but if you do win, if you just happen to pick the right companies and you want to cash some of that out, you're going to lose most of it back to the government. So cut that tax. Just cut it. That's a tax break. That's a tax cut. That's three tax cuts. It didn't cost us a penny. It didn't cost you anything. And more people, three or four million, will have jobs right away because employers can afford to hire them. If we do this stimulus plan, <laughs> they say in Washington, you know, if we put this through, we've got shovel-ready projects that have been sitting on the shelf for years, and all we have to do is get the bids in, and, and we'll be out there with shovels working on roads and bridges. <clears throat> Number one, I live in an area that has high, had high construction for the last three to four years. I can tell you that 90% of the construction people working on all the projects around here don't live here. I don't mean don't live in Alabama. They don't live in the United States. <laughs> Not legally. And they take their money and they send all that money back to their countries. So we don't get any input. We don't get any stimulus from hiring people who are not citizens of this country to work on these government projects and housing projects with their shovels and their picks so that they can make the money and send the money back to their governments and not to our our uh, our tax plan, our to our area of government that collects taxes because that's what work does it provides taxes back to the government we don't want taxation without representation do we but we're getting that we're getting taxed like crazy and i know that's more than 50 percent of american people didn't want the stimulus bill they're calling and writing their congressmen and senators all over the place and it doesn't matter they're going to pass it anyway that's taxation without representation anyway the article i wrote is syndicated um all over the place so find it uh, I'm going to write a lot more because um, this is affecting all kinds of people in my life. You know, I have clients from all over the place, rich, middle, and poor, black, white, yellow, green, red, and, uh, and um, it's affecting all of them, so of course it's affecting their health, their minds, their bodies, and their spirits, and, the, and, and that affects me because I have to deal with them and want to deal with them and try to give them as much as I can to give them hope. and. Um, a different kind of hope than you heard about for the last year. You know, I don't write memoirs that use the words hope and dreams and then try to put everybody into a little box and say, keep all your hopes and dreams on me. What I try to do is empower people to find their own hope and their own dreams and to be creative about surviving the chaos that those in power who, who have no idea what it's like to, to really live here, um, to try to survive what they're doing. You know, there's people in Washington who never leave Washington. Tom Daschle's been in Washington 35 years. I'm glad he's not going to health and human services because he's got such connections to the pharmaceutical companies and and um, on the board of directors of, of all these companies that do terrible things to people because of what 
condition our healthcare system is in. What I would like to see is somebody, if you really want change, who knows about alternative and complementary health. And if they wanted to spend some money, spend some money on that, because that's preventive health. And when you prevent people from getting sick, prevent disease, prevent self-abuse um, through diet or non-exercise or, or uh, <clears throat> um, being uneducated about what you're eating or what you're drinking, when you prevent disease, and you can use money to do that by getting the word out, uh, then you don't have high health care costs because there's no demand. People aren't going to the doctors and running to the hospitals every two minutes. Um, that changes things, doesn't it? That would be a big change. We're probably not going to see that because we're not really seeing that kind of change. That's the difference between health care and health prevention, between Western medicine and holistic health. That's opposites again. Um, you want to push your Congress people and your representatives to start thinking about complementary health and alternative health, okay, instead of going directly to Western medicine. Um, that's the worst thing you can do. <laughs> Okay, so those are just a few of the opposites to think about. Um, uh, read the article and get informed and go to earthwalk-usa.com and get the books and go back on through the Potomatic um, website and listen to the other podcasts and, and uh, download them and send them to your friends. We're, we're, we're going for full syndication, so pretty soon we're going to knock a lot of those um, pod podcasts off Podomatic because I don't have the storage space anymore anyway. They will be on iTunes until we get rid of those, but um, we'll put them up on the website and uh, and we're going to offer a membership so that if you become a member of earthwalk-usa.com for a very small fee, you'll get a quarterly newsletter and the ability to download certain things that other people can't and, and uh, discounts on the online courses and who knows what else? Coupons for all kinds of things. So we will be offering a membership pretty soon, so keep your eye out for that. I see a robin in my yard. That's a very good sign for those up north. Um, they're usually here two to three weeks before it really starts to warm up. So you might not have six more weeks of winter. You might have three. And that's what I do. I watch nature to see what's happening. They're never here unless it's three weeks and they're on their way up north. So um, that's a good sign. We're going to have maybe an early spring, okay? So the worst of winter is probably over. I know it's still cold up north, but uh, I think the worst worst is behind us. We have storms coming, though, big storms. Um, and the storms are always indicative of the storms in our own minds and our hearts and our souls, actually. So watch for the big storms. Uh, we're in chaos inside. We're, we're fearful. We're in denial. We are angry. We're fighting each other about who's right and who's wrong. I have to listen to speeches saying, I won, so I can do what I want. <laughs> Just because you win doesn't mean you can do what you want. Sorry. If you're a real winner, you know you shouldn't do whatever you want. This is Raina G. Go to earthwalk-usa.com. Thanks for listening. Mm -hmm.